Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. I'm excited that you're here with me for this episode where I would love to share some stories about discipline, not only my own stories, but a few of my clients that I do have permission to share with you. When my kids were little, I can remember striving to create deeper connections with them. And this is not always an easy task. I know many of my clients have had difficulties with this over the years, and this is why I thought I'd share some thoughts on this topic. So here's a little story from my own experiences. When my two girls were in their teens, they were squabbling often. There was always bound to be something that they were disagreeing about. And when they were young, like many families, they fought every day. What would happen is that one of the girls would come down from upstairs, from the scene of the argument, and begin to complain about the other. Is this ringing a bell? Perhaps you can relate to this. In order to solve the situation, or at least think I was solving it, I would immediately shut the situation down, telling the one who came to report that I did not want to hear it. And this is true of many homes. We think that it is easier to tell the child that's reporting it to go work it out or that we can't play in this game or play favorites or help them to solve it because we were not present. But what we don't do is listen. We don't listen to the frustration. We don't listen to both sides of the story and then help them to navigate it together to learn collaborative problem-solving techniques, to learn how to listen to the other and try to understand what it's like to be in their shoes or to be able to compromise. But to listen and acknowledge that our children have feelings and emotions and experiences during these squabbles. It's not about taking sides. It's about validating that feelings are there. And, of course, I learned this the hard way, as many things in my parenting process. I've also had clients that have shared with me that their boys have fought every day and complained about each other. And many that I work with have said that they also would shut down the situation and the communication. And the result of what we're doing when we shut this down day after day and not want to listen is a form of punishment or shame. Not allowing our children to share their feelings freely when something happens is a form of discipline. As we work together, myself and many of my clients, as well as in my own arena, to create a bond for connection between ourselves and our children, this was an area that I have tackled with many people over the years. The area of working with our kids when they have big disagreements with one another. A lot of people call it sibling rivalry. It's natural. It's common. It's important. It's there for a reason. 
It's a great teachable moment, teaching opportunity. It feels painful. I agree. It can be overwhelming. Yep, for sure. But when we step back and we look at what's going on, it might be important for us to think about what's happening when our kids are fighting and one comes to express themselves. What if we merely listen with compassionate ears and a compassionate heart and authentically acknowledge the difficulty of the situation? So with one particular client who has two boys, we did try this. And we looked at what he might observe if his son or sons separately came to him and he did this. We agreed that they might first be in shock like, what's going on? Dad's listening. Why is he listening? And then after that wore off, they would feel heard, valued, and respected as they just speak freely and express themselves. Again, remember, we are not solving the dispute because that's what they're looking to us to do initially is solve the dispute, but then they just merely want to be heard want to be validated, want their feelings to be acknowledged, not fixed, just acknowledged. So this particular client immediately put this scenario to the test, and sure enough, that is exactly what happened. The kids were first shocked, and then each child felt heard. No sides were taken in any arguments, but allowing them to express themselves in a time of hurt or anger, diffused those feelings. This was a true gift he was giving them just by listening and acknowledging their pain and allowing them to move through it and release it. But in the past, by shutting them down, he was basically, you know, quote unquote, punishing them or disciplining them for fighting by not allowing the communication process to occur freely and organically. And again, remember, I'm saying communication process. We're not fixing it. We're not solving it. We're not taking sides. We're just listening and validating that at this time, our children have feelings. So many of my clients are utilizing this method of acknowledging and validating their children's feelings and are not only creating more communication within the family and a stronger bond, but also sending a clear message to to children that they're heard, that they're valued, and they're respected. Therefore, important. When do our children need us the most? When they're having the hardest time. When sibling rivalry, quote-unquote sibling rivalry, is taking place and there's some sort of dispute, they want to be heard. They need to be heard. So I really encourage you to step in and validate. Not step in to the conversation and the fight, but just validate and listen to the feelings. So you're stepping into the arena of listening. See what happens after you do that. See how your children shine in a different way. Feel acknowledged and feel somewhat satisfied. It takes time, but the more we do this, the more we validate, the more we listen in times where they feel sad, emotional, troubled, the more they will continue to share these feelings and the more they'll feel like you're a safe place to go and a compassionate place as well. So these are ways to create deeper bonds for sure with our children because every single child, as well as us adults, 
needs to be seen, heard, and validated, just as they are, in the moments we might call quote-unquote good or bad, quote-unquote bad. I wish you lots of success in practicing this. Be a good listener and enjoy the opportunity to connect more deeply and to honor the experiences and the emotions that your kids have. Thank you so much for listening and for joining me for another episode of Conscious Parents Thriving Kids. Remember, every moment is a new moment for conscious connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.